Hey, great friends. What's going on? Today is Thursday. We're just getting ready to jump onto the air. Glad to be with everybody today and uh, super stoked, man. We're heading towards the end of the year and I'm feeling like uh, definitely in need of some time. I can tell you that. I'm sure everybody else is too. Uh, the world is moving super fast. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, we're going to get to a lot of stuff coming up, including Chargers Raiders tonight, Thursday Night Football. So stay with us. Hey, I um, want to start off by saying thank you to one of our newest and best partners, and that's Prize Picks. I will have to be honest, though. I, I, I didn't play last night, you know, because I was looking for LeBron and AD, and I wasn't really sure. And then LeBron didn't play, and, you know, they weren't even on the board because nobody knew if they were playing or not. And then, you know, the Lakers were killing San Antonio. And then, I don't know, somehow Wemby made them, you know, this huge comeback. So I had to stay off, though, because I've been cold, ice cold. You need to get into this game. Um, I was on fire. I won like 700 bucks, but I just, the last couple of games, man, LeBron killed me the other night and uh, Jason Tatum hooked me up, but you got to get both. I played less on LeBron. He put it in my face. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Um, completely legal in California. It's only daily fantasy, but it's so much fun and everybody's playing this game. Use that QR code. I'll tell you this. They'll match your first deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. So you put in 100 and now you got 200 to play with. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. And we'll see you there. All right, let me thank uh, Mushroom Life. Our friends at Mushroom Life want to expand the relationship going into 2024 because they have other products and they have other lines of products and things that you'll see in stores. And I'm not talking like dispensaries. I'm just talking about convenience stores. So there is an expansion coming in this relationship. And that's because you guys, have gone to mushroomlife.com slash great friends. And you guys have clicked on this QR code and you've bought the products and you're loving them. And how I know that is because you guys have hit me back. Like we had a guy who was telling me about his mom, you know who you are, and um, she's losing her memory. And he wanted to see if these more holistic medications could help his mom. And so he, cause he's willing to try anything. And then what he found out was when he bought $50 worth of products, Brett threw in an additional $50 worth of products. And now he's trying other stuff. So try the Mushroom Life brand. It is um, it is a plant-based medication. And they send you all the literature so you can read about the different mushrooms, what they're called, and what they're intended to do. Try them out. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. And uh, I think, Alex, I think it's, it's, it's time to start the show. Let's do it. Hey, great friends. What's going on? Kaplan and crew getting ready to get onto the radio airwaves of 1090 broadcasting throughout Southern California, jumping on worldwide on YouTube to all of our YouTube chatlins. Make sure you get involved in the YouTube chat. It's right there on the right side, or maybe it's down below, depending on what, what you're using uh, to all of our audio podcast listeners, whenever you may be catching up to this and to all of our TV viewers tonight on the Cox Your View Network all throughout Southern California. Glad everybody's here. It's Thursday afternoon, and tonight will be Thursday night football, okay? And tonight, the Chargers play the Raiders. And, man, there was a time when a Charger-Raider game wasn't just a game. It was a week. It was all about the Chargers and the Raiders. And those were great old days for San Diego Charger fans. Now, the L.A. Chargers play the Vegas Raiders and the world is completely different than everything that you knew 
when you were growing up, including probably your feeling about tonight's game, I'm guessing. And to make matters worse, if you were uh, not a fan of either team and you're like, hey, well, that's a good game. Uh, San Diego versus Oakland. That's that's a pretty good game. I like those two brands. Um, they got, you know, high flying offenses. Not no, not really, actually. Um, in fact, these two teams are part of the big story of the NFL this season. Everybody needs two, three quarterbacks. And this game is not sexy because you have two five and eight football teams battling for last place. And by the same token, you have two quarterbacks that are going to be career backup quarterbacks for however long their quarterbacking career lasts. So, man, this is a game that used to be super hot and sexy. And now, not so hot and sexy anymore. Grande, brown man. Mm -hmm. Good afternoon in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. How are we doing? I'm good. Good. Very good. Also, it's funny. Um, speaking of like hot and sexy matchups, uh, my sister-in-law and her fiance Whoa. who what? live in San Antonio. Wait, San Antonio. They live in San Antonio. San Antonio. And they circled on their schedule. When the schedule came out, what Spurs game do we want to go to? So we want to go check out Wemby. They did that early in the season. Mm -hmm. But what else? What other games do we want to go to? Obviously, big, the uh, you know, sister-in-law's fiance is a big LeBron guy. Mm -hmm. So they back-to-back -back Laker games in San Antonio, Wednesday, Friday. And you're like, ooh, LeBron, AD versus oh, no. Wemby. So oh, they no. bought tickets a long time ago because Wednesday is cheaper happened. than Friday. Mm -hmm. I know what's happening. And then they're driving to the <laughs> arena. You know, they live 10 minutes away, whatever it is. They don't live far. They're driving to the mm -hmm. arena. They got there. You know, they're, they're ready to go see Braun. And they're texting me how excited they are. Dude, they are literally. She sent me pictures of Darvin Ham's clipboard. That's how close they were. Like, wow. Darvin Ham just scribbles. He doesn't draw plays. I'm, I'm convinced that I, I saw his clipboard yesterday. They were right there. And so they get there early. They're seeing warm-ups. LeBron's warming up, playing. They get, he's like, oh, here we go. It's going to be – even Spurs suck this year, but you still get to see Wemby against AD. What a great matchup. Turned out to be a great matchup. Mm -hmm. And then I get the – because they're not on Twitter. They're not Twitter people or X people. You know, they, they're, just, they're just regular fans. Humans. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm checking because is LeBron going to play? Because he was questionable. And I text him, and I had – I felt like, you know, I felt like a jerk. To tell him bear of bad what? news. The bear of bad news. Your sexy matchup just went down the drain because LeBron oh, James is not playing tonight. Mm -hmm. And they were well, like, What? Yeah, he's not playing. And I was like, This is the NBA's problem, man. This is exactly what the end. I know you could put an injury designation to it, and it's not a technically an off day, but that, that was a that was a rest day for LeBron. Yeah. That was not right. no there's yeah. no injury right. there for LeBron right. James. Right. He comes and, off you know, winning the in-season tournament, mm -hmm. then he has to turn around and go play Dallas. Has to mm -hmm. put in a monster effort against Dallas. A they lose effort, mm -hmm. right? They lose. So now LeBron's like, you know what? Um, now's a good time for me to take a break. We're playing against San Antonio. They've mm -hmm. lost 17 straight games. And if you fools can't go out there and beat these suckers, well, then we got a bigger problem here. I'm taking the night off. Right. And and what happened was because I was so you know anybody who's watching can see that I'm still up in LA today, and I was watching the Laker game from the yard house at LA live down downstairs here. Right. Love that place. And, yeah, it's good. And, um, it's buzzing and the game's on everywhere. And I, I want to say the Lakers are up by like, I don't know, 20 points. Okay. So me and these guys who were going to go see the LA Kings play last night, my first LA Kings game I've ever been to 20 plus years of living in Southern California, never been to a Kings game. 
So we were going to go to this Kings game, but we came up to my office here um, to show these guys around. And all of a sudden we're in the conference room because the Lakers game, we can hear the radio broadcast up here on the radio station. And we're like, wait, we left. They were up by 20. The game was over. By the time we got up here, I guess Wemby put on some kind of a show in the fourth quarter. What, what did I, I kind of missed in transition. Oh, I didn't watch it. I don't know. Wemby's one of the best fourth quarter <laughs> players in the NBA. <laughs> That's what you missed. <laughs> I didn't watch a single second of that game. I have no idea what happened. Don't watch oh, preseason great. basketball. Browner, what happened? I know you were watching it, dog. Wimby is one of the best fourth quarter players in the NBA. And then he plays better in the fourth quarter than I, I don't know how to explain it, but he's better in the fourth quarter than he is at the rest of the game. Like if he's cruising, if he's doing well throughout the game, he's gonna have a monster night because he always holds up in the fourth quarter. And in this particular game, the Lakers took their foot off the gas because they were up, they were cruising, and I guess they didn't get the scouting report. He came out doing Wimby stuff. Like the dude well, the can Lakers, do everything. Lakers, Scott, you know this now that you're into the NBA, and now that you're an NBA head, the Lakers don't know how to mm-hmm. close out games, anyways. Like they well, just they don't know how to start them either. Yeah, they're kind of just they're they met like they Lakers fourth quarter is some of the worst basketball in the I, NBA. It, and this is telling this is from someone that watches no other basketball than Lakers basketball, and I could just tell you fourth quarter and Lakers basketball that's bad basketball. That's the comment on what happened to your family <laughs> in Texas that isn't that is definitely an NBA problem. But the person who I will never blame for that is LeBron. LeBron plays harder and and most nights than a lot of these average dudes. So the fact that he did take the night off sucks for them. But if the, the NBA has a problem, he's not he's not the problem. I say that my sister in law had a much more enjoyable time watching people watching LeBron the whole game. Mm-hmm. She was sending me pictures of him like eating popcorn during timeouts or like laughing with Gabe Vincent or whatever. I was like, are you just watching him and not the game? She's like, yeah, I don't care about the game. Right. Think about like, it. Right. Think, yeah. think about this. You, you, when you bought that ticket, mm-hmm. you're taking a chance that you want to see LeBron James play basketball. Correct. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of things. One, he gets hurt a lot and he misses a lot of games or has this year. Not the case. He's been healthy and strong, and he's taken very little time off. I only I think that may have only been his second or third game that he's missed so far this year. So he's take the buyer of the ticket is taking the risk. I want to see LeBron. Will mm-hmm. he be healthy? Mm-hmm. What will the Spurs be? If they've lost 17 straight games, LeBron not playing against these guys. Not when he just had to put out that kind of effort because I'm looking at the Lakers schedule and they're playing at Dallas. Right. But I think before, like, or the night I before. Think, I think we have our our sports show host goggles on and we kind of forget that the mm-hmm. normal fan doesn't really pay attention mm-hmm. that much you know so of we know course. these things asking the normal like, fan no no yeah. i wouldn't know these things never would i know yeah. these things. If, no. i would buy the ticket i would buy the ticket it's like you went to a I hockey game yesterday like it's right. like you went to the hockey game. Right. Did you know who's playing? Did you expect to go see Wayne no. Gretzky? You know, I'm just saying, I don't know anybody. Dude, I'm saying, like, didn't, you know what I'm saying? Know like, anybody. a normal fan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, but as a, if I were a normal fan, and I, I think I am actually, if, if I were going to buy tickets to the Spurs and the Lakers, I wouldn't think to myself, let me look at the Lakers schedule. Oh, it's the second night of a back to back. Oh, mm-hmm. they're playing at Dallas. Oh, they would have had to have exerted a lot of energy to have beaten Dallas because Kyrie, <laughs> right. who didn't even play. You know, right. and, and you know, they're they're the Lakers are not going to play LeBron James the second day of a back to back against a team like San Antonio that's not going to be very good this year. That would take so much planning. Yeah, 
from a fan. No, what, do I don't that. even think I don't even think it crosses a normal fan's mind to look at. They look at the schedule like, oh, they're coming to my town. Yes, that's all right. they care about. That's my chance. And oh, that's it's my cheaper, one chance. It's cheaper on Wednesday night than it is on Friday night. That's all. And I want to be as close as I can. Right. If I'm going to drop some money, like mm-hmm. might as well, you know, it's cheaper on Wednesday. Who cares if it's Wednesday or Friday? I live 15 minutes. I don't got to schlep to LA to watch the Lakers. You know, I'm, I'm I, they're in my hometown. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's what this whole 65 game rule thing Adam Silver is trying to prevent. But at the same time, you're still, they're still going to miss. What is that? 17 games at some point. Willing. You know, um, you know, so since we're talking about this, and th- by the way, great start to the show because I didn't know if we'd really get here today, so I'm glad we're starting with this. So last night, I did go to my very first Kings game. I've been to a bunch of Ducks games, obviously been to a million Gulls games, but it was my first ever time going to an L.A. Kings game. I got to say to you guys, have, have either of you guys ever been to a Kings game? It has been so long, dude. Like, I think Staples might have been like five years old. Okay, so we're like, talking yeah, a long time ago. Very, very long time ago. Brown, any, a, any, field you're a Blackhawks fan, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, Blackhawks come to town. What do you think? I'm going to a Blackhawks game in Seattle in January. I, okay. I, I've been to a couple of Blackhawks games. I want to see Connor Bedard. Uh, I would go when they played the Kings, but I don't have any insight on tickets. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I got to go all the way up to Seattle. Okay, so here's the thing. So last night, I'm real pissed when Connor Bedard doesn't play because it's rest day. Oh, well, right. he's a child, so they just throw him out there. Hockey's yeah, different, like Wemby, yeah. like Wemby. Right, right. Playing, right. he's nineteen. He's a child, just a game, man. Go out there, and make mistakes. We're not gonna win anyway. So I go to this Kings game last night because I had to be up here in LA, and I'm like, well, what's going on? Kings are playing, so I said, okay, good. I've never been. I really want to go. So I go to this Kings game. I got to tell you guys, um, it was fun. I don't know one player on Winnipeg. I don't know one player on the Kings. I don't know who either of the coaches are. None of that matters. It was the show, um, the sound, the music, the lights, the hockey game, the scoring, the the hits into the boards. I mean, it was it really, really was a lot of fun. I have not been to an NHL hockey game. Last time I was in an NHL hockey game, Alex, you'll love this. Me and Dato drove from San Diego to Anaheim and Browner. The Ducks were playing the Blackhawks, I think, in the Stanley Ooh. Cup finals. And I think it may have yeah. been like game three or something like that. And we, the traffic was so bad from Del Mar to Anaheim that we didn't get there until the third period. Well, guess Damn. what? The, yeah, well, guess, guess what? The game went to like four overtimes. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So we, we got there so late, but we saw an entire game. Nice. And, and you know what? Funny, because today... Craig Dato, who used to be the chief marketing officer at Del Mar, he's today's feature on the Great Friends Catch Up. Let's see if what Dato remembers, if that if I'm telling the story right. Mm-hmm. If he's sober enough to remember, he's down in Baja and or not Baja, he's down in Cabo right now. Oh my God, he's he's checking in from Cabo. I think maybe from the airport though. We'll we'll confirm obviously later, but oh I know God. he's still down there. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't just push us to another day. He said he wanted to do it today. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I went to this Kings game last night. And while I'm at this Kings game, I've got the television monitor on Sports Center, And I'm trying to figure out what's going on with Giannis. So I'm watching it, but I can't hear it. And so I see that Giannis scores like 60-some-odd points last night against Indiana, right? Yeah. The game ends, and they're showing Giannis chasing through the tunnel that he wants to go get somebody. And my understanding is one of the players from the Pacers scored their first NBA point 
Shigway. So the Oscar Shigway. Okay, and then the Pacers organization benched players, whatever. It wasn't. And by the way, it wasn't really his. It first wasn't point. his first point. Correct. Okay. He scored one point in the in-season tournament, okay. the championship game, which doesn't count for the statistics. Okay, they he scored his first point. They take the ball. They want to give him his first, like like a pl- baseball player who it's his first home run. Mm-hmm. You scored your first point. Here's the ball. But Giannis went after them because he wanted the ball because he scored how many last night? Sixty four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he wants the ball. So now, like, what's what am I missing of the story here? They took the ball because he scored so many points against them that they wanted to say, "Screw you, we're not giving you the ball." What's what? What is going no. on here? No. Okay. So Oscar Shigway. It's a mm-hmm. kid who came from Africa, like mm-hmm. super mad poor, went to Kentucky, became one of the best basketball players in the country, drafted by the Indiana Pacers, works his way up, finally scores in the in tournament championship game. They put him in to get a free throw, but that's not the point because that point doesn't count. He gets in this game, scores one point, makes a free throw, one point. Mm-hmm. So they want to give him the ball as an acknowledgement. Hey, congratulations, your first NBA point. The mm-hmm. road that you've gotten to this point is awesome. This is a great story. Forgetting to mention that Giannis has 64 points and he wants the ball. So the misunderstanding. Why is that significant? Yeah, what, what, yeah, because this he is had the most great... points that Giannis has ever scored in his in his career. So why is like, that is ball? Who cares? He does. So it's a oh. franchise record then. I'm assuming no other Bucks player has ever scored 64. Kareem, points. Kareem, no. I, I, Kareem don't played know. for the Bucks. So I don't I'm pretty know. sure Kareem. Probably, but I'm not. I don't know. I I don't know Bucks history. Excuse me. I'm just trying to understand his reaction. Yeah. Why is he so mad about this basketball? He was a child last night. He wants the ball because okay, they're at ball. They're at home. He he believes he deserves the ball. Who's at home? Giannis is. Oh, this was in Milwaukee. This in Milwaukee. Okay. And so he is under the belief that the Pacers took the ball. And mm-hmm. ran off the court with it to give it to Shigway, mm-hmm. knowing that he wanted it. Mm-hmm. Not knowing the entire time, the Bucks security guard snatches the ball the second the game ends and runs off the court with it. That's what I just showed. It was a, it was actually an assistant coach. Wait, so, so so wait, so so you mean to tell me the the Bucks or the Pacers guy took the ball? No, no, no. At the end of the day, yeah. the Bucks had the ball. The okay. entire time. Okay, so Giannis doesn't know that his organization yeah, has the ball. Correct. He didn't know. And he was so mad because mm-hmm. he saw the Pacers guy with the ball mm-hmm. that he thought that that was the ball and that wasn't the ball. Wow. I mean, I got to tell you mm-hmm. something. In one week, two guys who I really, really like in sports, Patrick Mahomes and Giannis, two guys who I really like, both of them have become unlikable to me this week. Now, they, I'm not saying for life. I'm just saying that they've thrown these childish fits Mahomes over a penalty that was 100% clearly a penalty, but he didn't think he mm-hmm. should be penalized because he's Patrick Mahomes. And I've then, come around on that, by the way. I've come around on that. I'm on his side now. For what? I'm on his. The ref shouldn't have called that. Oh, come on. Um, but but <clears throat> now Giannis throwing this this hissy fit. Yo, kid, what's up? You know I'm not a – I am anything but a LeBron defender. What I am is an equal hater. And I just want to say, and this isn't an original thought. I don't. I haven't seen any sports shows today, but I can imagine this is being said everywhere. If LeBron would have acted like that last night, if LeBron would have thrown that tantrum for a ball after already winning, how many championships does Giannis have? How many MVPs does one, he have? 
Okay. So he's got stuff that matters. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's my point. In his defense, in his defense, in the NBA Finals, in game yeah. six, when he had mm-hmm. 40 points and 20 rebounds, he doesn't have that ball either. Oh, shame. <laughs> what a shame. What a shame. Oh if LeBron God. would have done this, last, if Anthony Davis would have done this last night, the amount of hate and hot takes that would have been spewed on national television would be as nauseating as the tantrum. Mm-hmm. This was the most childish thing. And by the way, Giannis, you can call him likable, but it's because he's hidden in Milwaukee. You're right. Well, this that's kid, why nobody's. That's kid, why nobody's making a big deal right. out of this. But this is an NBA superstar, MVP. This is like top three player currently in the NBA. But likable right. guy. There's no polarization no, no, when it comes to no. him. Right. Only likable because he's hidden in Milwaukee. The more we get to see of yeah. Giannis publicly, yeah. mm-hmm. the more he talks right. public, like on a national stage, yeah. the less likable he is. It Remember, started. It started started with no, it started with, there's no failure. There is no failure. So what we were a one seed, they were an eight seed. They knocked us Mm -hmm. out in the first round of the playoffs. It started with no failure. Then it turned into, Hey, if they don't surround me with the guys that I want to play with, Mm -hmm. I'll be out of here in two seconds. And everybody thinks he's going to the Lakers. He gets praise for bringing Dame to the team instead of getting hate. Like everybody else does for building a super team. And now and a childish temper tantrum. And was it his well, brother? Who they were the one seed? You haven't seen. watched by your own I've admission. Watched. You haven't watched. So you don't right. know who's in their roster. It's not a super team. So okay. you cut it out. Who's okay. Were they not the one seed in the East last year? And then they yes, added they Dame were. Lillard. Okay. Yes. They so were. that's a super but team. They, no, it's not a super team. <laughs> they just add Dame Lillard. They, they gave pieces away. Oh yeah, who they give away? Number one seed, Drew Holiday. Oh, Holiday! It's it's, it's, losing Drew Holiday is like not getting the basketball. Losing Drew Holiday is like not getting the basketball. It doesn't matter. When you start watching, I will, I will, I will have, I will listen to you when you start watching. Come on, Red Zone. Yeah, come on, Red Zone. Come on, Christmas Red Zone. Come on, Red Zone. By the way, come on, Red Zone. Talking about basketball, I don't care about. Not watching Red Zone. I'm talking about a ball, and because, like. I couldn't get this. Couldn't I was on Twitter last night and this couldn't this wouldn't leave my timeline. And I'm like, who cares? It was great. Who cares? Is this is a little kid throwing a tantrum and his dude, his ego is so inflated right right now. Let's 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 keep going. Let's keep going. Stick around, everybody. What a loser. Give me that ball. Wow. Stick around. We're just getting going. Oh, we're on it. This is good today. I feel really good about this. All right. But I gotta I gotta take a break, dude. I gotta take a break. I gotta go like pish. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go well, like. Uh, you're gonna, gonna go gotta, number two, your pants again, or what? No, I got. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm having athletic greens, so maybe. Yikes! Oh I'm having. A, I know. Tell me about it. I've it had a cup of coffee. when you put it in a bottle like that. I know it does. I've had athletic greens. I've had a cup of coffee and athletic greens, and honestly, like I'm dying right now. I got to go pee so bad. So everybody, do me a favor. Stick around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studio. SevenMileCasino.com. These guys, if you want to go play blackjack and poker and have a great brunch on Saturday and Sunday morning or have a great dinner at Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, you want to watch games seven minutes south of downtown San Diego, smoke-free environment, right off Bay Boulevard, you're going to love it. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. I got to go pee. We're coming right back. All right, great friends. Hey, uh, for those of you that care, 
I actually did get up at the break and did go and relieve myself. I had to make a little pish. You understand what I'm saying to you? So I'm good now. I'm good. If anybody cares, I don't think you do. We're in the seven mile casino studios. Close call. Yeah. Uh, I had to run. I mean, I had to run. So yes. Yeah. I mean, I had to run and, uh, I would say by definition, anytime you have to accelerate your pace to make it, mm -hmm. that's a close call. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, but in this yeah. particular case, I was, I was about to pee myself, not do the mm -hmm. other thing that I do often, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a sign of being old mm -hmm. or maybe it was just like a stomach thing. Yeah. On Monday I was running around, like actually went for a run. Really? How and far of a run I, did you go for? Uh, it was like three and a half miles. Yeah. How long did that take? And, uh, a little over 30 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. did you, did you do that running the whole time? I can do that now, believe it or not. All that weight loss, huh? Yeah. The hey. knees are able to do it. Um, but <laughs> I was over by bird park Browner, and I was like, I'm a solid mile from my house right now. I either need to find a construction site or work my way back immediately. Mm -hmm. And as I was running, site, cause you're looking for a portalette on a construction oh, yeah. site. Yeah. And that's that. like worst case scenario. Yeah. No, I got that. Well, that's yeah. bad because let me tell you something. If the portalette is available on a construction mm -hmm. site, it means that the guys are still there working. Mm -hmm. And if you use their portalette on their work site, they yeah. all see you. Sure. I've been there and I've done that. That's the drastic. That's where I thought I was heading, mm -hmm. but I ran. I did that in a suit, by the way. So when I Jim came out of that portalette, they looked at me and went, brother, what is wrong with you? Oh my God. Yeah, they knew something was really wrong. Yeah. yeah. I let's put Sorry, it this guys. way. I opened the, I opened the door of the house. Mm -hmm. I opened the door of the bathroom and it was simultaneous as shorts were coming down. <laughs> <laughs> That's the as, close as, call I had. As butt was hitting can, it was all happening at the same time. <laughs> Dude, I, what I what I found is the, the more I rush to the bathroom, the more I have to do whatever it is I'm rushing to. So mm -hmm. I calmly try to walk mm -hmm. to the bathroom to ease my mind yes. and my body. Because mm -hmm. if you, the more I find myself rushing, the more the, the more it's trying to rush out. So yeah. that's that's the alternative that I've used that mm -hmm. works for me every single yeah. time. I just don't I also, run. One mm -hmm. thing I do become is very religious. Please, I am like, please, please, God, please, Jesus. I will go back please, to church. Sweet Jesus. I will do. I will Hallelujah. serve my. I will serve my community. I will. I just. Please, I become. You just I become so religious, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I. It's so funny you say this. I, I met a friend of mine the other day for lunch. We had this wonderful, delicious, healthy lunch. You know, this big salad, and lots of vegetables, and some proteins on top of it. And just as I left the restaurant, and just as I was getting in my car, I felt it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Should I try and make it, or should I not try and make it? And was I've had this fish? dilemma before. Was there, was there fish on the table? No fish. No, no salmon? Fish. No salmon. Shrimp? No, no, no. It was, it was more like it was a Mediterranean restaurant and uh, some gyro, you know? Gyro. Oh, dude, that's... You, that's Problem. a crapshoot. I don't Problem. care where you eat gyro. That's a crapshoot, dude. Problem, yeah, I don't. Bro. You could be a five star if you're eating gyro meat, dude. That's always a chance. I don't care how healthy it is. <laughs> I can <laughs> only speak from experience, dude. No, thanks. it's a solid 50 50 here. <laughs> dude, you're so right. So, so I get to my car, I go to open the door, dude, and I start to feel it. <laughs> 
So, dude, so I make it. I did. I decide I'm going for it. And remember, this happened to me years ago. For those of you guys that were listening, that was the day that I had that that explosion in the Toyota, and had to go like immediately trade in yeah, this Toyota. I had a Toyota Highlander, and I didn't make it to where I was trying to get to. I mm-hmm. lost it and had to just let it go because yeah. once it was gone, it was there was no coming back. Dude. And once I had to let it go, and yeah. I ran into the house and I yanked off all my clothes and I jumped into the shower. Then I had to start dealing with the cleanup in the car, and it was like the scene in Pulp Fiction. You know, I had blankets mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. and I was trying to clean up this mess that smelled like death. And I had to go trade that car in that night. I always thought that was an over-exaggeration on your part. No. Like, I have to go trade. Dude, I 100% agree with you with the decision you made. I spilled an entire uh, like 16-ounce cup of Vietnamese coffee on my car the other day. Mm-hmm. It. I had to wash my car like three times on the inside to get rid of the coffee smell. Because mm-hmm. it was all over my seat. And it, I have leather seat and it's still three times to get the smell out. And I could still smell the coffee. I cannot imagine... The massacre that you made in there, how long that would take to yeah. get that smell. Right. Out. No, there was no getting rid of that. And I and I that. couldn't live right. with it. So I traded I it in. I always thought you were like, could you trade oh. your car in? But now it makes sense to me. Traded oh. in that night. And and so just the other day, so I go to my car, I feel it. I decide I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna try and make it. I get to this is so embarrassing. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm gonna tell you guys this. Unfortunately, I wasn't headed home. I was headed to somebody else's house. Okay. And when I walked Ooh. in their house, I made a beeline for the bedroom. Who's, who's they? Rachel? I don't want to say. Ah, I don't want to say. And dude, I, I, and just like you, man, simultaneous drawers yeah. are down, butt is hitting seat, and it's all happening at the exact same time. Yeah. That close. That close. Made it. Yeah. Browner made it. and I tried using your technique, Browner, where I was like, just Home. don't think about it. Get on a call with Walk. somebody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pace yourself. You know, but what I mean is when I'm in the vicinity of getting to it. Now, if I'm in the car and I got to make it a certain distance, I'm just going to a bar, man. Oh, no, I go to hotels. Mm -hmm. I go to hotel lobbies. Now, this doesn't happen to me very often because Mm -hmm. of the way that I eat. Because your excellent diet of of like McDonald's and Popeye's. Right. Correct. It's just concrete in there. It it Mm -hmm. comes out, you know, like concrete when you need it to. When you pull the lever, that's when it comes out. Yours is always solid no matter what. Correct. So I don't yeah. ever really have the. So you're issues. a bar guy. You're a hotel guy. I'm a hotel lobby guy. Yeah. I'm an in and out guy because those bathrooms are always open. They're, They're really. You know, great. sometimes yeah, you go yeah. to like a McDonald's and there's like a token, or you go to Starbucks and you need a oh, code. Oh, you know? yeah. 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 No, so in too and late. out. Boom! Literally in and out, dude. Like, mm-hmm. And too, in and out if, bathrooms if you, are weird. and they're always right off the freeway. They're always right off the freeway. If there's a bar everywhere, everywhere I go, there's a bar within, you know, a square mile that I can make it to. So I, mm-hmm. I always kind of go to a bar. I try to no. not make it a dive bar. I've just seen some bars, though, like some no, bars. Dude, I'm, I'm talking like, no, no, yeah. listen, I, I'm talking like a nice courtyard by Marriott is very nice. Mm. A nice Homewood Suites. Shout okay, cause, out. Because in a place like that, you can kind of walk in. Right. And nobody in there is going to be like, excuse me, can I help you? They'd be like, no, hey, just 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 here. You know, just park. Just walk like you know where you're going. Right. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm just the a guest in the, I, I, I'm here. This is a hotel. Right. I'm a guest. Right. I'd like right. to use your restroom. Right. No, I don't and it's actually my it's actually my restroom because I paid for a room here. So mm-hmm. move. Yeah. So anyway. Beat it, clerk. Oh, God. This is a funny conversation. All right. Listen, uh, we are in the Seven Mile Casino studio, sevenmilecasino.com. They've got great bathrooms at Seven Mile Casino, just by the way. When you walk very in clean. right to the left, very clean. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we we were having this conversation in the previous segment about Giannis and how 
he throws this crazy temper tantrum last night. The segment started with Raiders Chargers. I'm getting right back there. It turned into Giannis, and we all kind of laughed about how Giannis has become like a little unlikable here recently. And what did he say? Do we have any of his post game? Like he was asked if he actually got the ball because mm-hmm. he was very concerned about his ball. And this is what he said. Um, can you confirm that you have the game ball from tonight? I have no idea. I'm not gonna lie. I, I have no idea. Um, I I don't know. You know, I really don't know. I don't know. I have the ball, but I don't know if it's a game ball. It doesn't feel like the game ball to me. It's it feels like a brand new ball. It feels like a a brand new. I brand. Like that sweater. Yeah, I love that sweater he's wearing. A brand. Yeah, new I like ball. that sweater too. I like that sweater also. You know, he would. You know, he would know. It's like a brand and new. I, Browner, I didn't know this. I didn't know that NBA only had one ball. I thought it was like baseball, where you just had a bunch of balls because they're all shooting, one shooting around. 30? They're all shooting around with a bajillion basketballs pre and halftime. I was like, "There's only one game ball." Nah, so there are two balls. There's always, there's always two balls at the scores table. The captains of the team, when they go to the center court, they choose the ball. That's why you always see LeBron, AD. You might see Booker and KD bouncing the ball at center court when they when they're at center court. Or the referee will go to certain players and go, what do you think about this one? And they'll touch the ball, dribble the ball, or Chris Paul. And they'll say, yeah, this one's good, not this one. But they put both balls at the scores table in case something happens to the game ball, like it gets liquid spilled on it. or Pacers coach steals it. Or a Pacer coach runs off the court with it. So there's always two balls. But the mm-hmm. second ball is really never gets used because nothing really happens to the ball. And so in this particular situation, they tried to okey-doke him and just give him any ball. Mm-hmm. But the guy just scored 64 points. He knows what the ball feels like. Come on. There's got to be uh, – I, I, I want to implement a new rule. Come on, guy. I want right to implement a new <laughs> rule. Freak, in- he knows what the ball feels like. <laughs> Come on, like, If you scored 64, dash 24 free throws. Like, he shot 32 free throws last night. Stop fouling. Like, I, I, want, I want to know these things now. I remember, like, Kobe, like, didn't he drop, like, 20 free throws in a 60-point game at the end? You know, we we got to know like these things. 40 shots or something like that? Yeah. 52 shots. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, yeah. Eh, look at the fine print. So he would he would know how the ball felt. Right. Free throws all day. Lots of – and that's what he was kind of saying. I know what the ball feels like. I was just, you know, holding it all night. They gave me one out of the box. Right. I just they, think they, it's – Give me any ball. I just think it's hilarious that, that he freaked out like that mm-hmm. over a ball. And, Alex, I kind uh, of agree with you. Like Let me ask you a question, he, Scott. Scott, if you yeah. kicked the game-winning field goal to send your yeah. team into the playoffs, and that was the yeah. be- your longest kick that you've ever kicked, don't mm-hmm. you want that football? Sure, I'd love to have that football. So well, how is that any so, different than this? Well, well, let me ask you a question. Who should get it? He should. Who? Giannis. No, no, who should be in charge of getting the ball because I just kicked it, and it's 60 yards down the field. I can't go grab it. <clears throat> Who's supposed to be the in team, charge of the that? Team, the, the team manager. Well, the equipment guy. So, so Pacers that guy's better than the Bucks guy. Well, he Give has the Pacers the guy a raise. Listen, this whole listen, thing is silly. I mean, come on, ridiculous. It is. Well, come it on. is. For real, it, it, come it on. Is. For real, it is. I mean, at least if, if, at you're, least... if you're Giannis, if you're Giannis, let's see where have the ball, dog. Like, but this me, is also this is my opinion. This, yeah, the, I, listen, in my I don't opinion. care who gets the ball. I will say this: this is how little. The basketball matters right now. We're talking well, about basketball, but it, but it also, it's like think about the shine that that this ridiculous story takes away from Draymond being suspended indefinitely. Okay, um, no, no, and no, no, like the a, NBA don't want you to talk about that. 
a guy like KD saying, hey, you know, I, I just hope Draymond gets the help that he needs because, you know, I, I want to see him get back on the court. I mean, you talk about just tearing a guy down, Ooh, you know, like, KD that was, that was, that saying, was a Kaplan special right, right there. Right. Right. You, you talk about the, the backhanded compliment, right? Yeah, that was a Kaplan that, special KD dropped last night. KD is like, oh, man, mm. I just hope that young brother gets that help, man, because there's something wrong with that brother up here. I just hope he gets that help that he needs, man. And you, yeah, he he missed missed the most part. He no no. KD said that, and then KD dropped the, the probably the the best worst Scott Kaplan line. He didn't do that when I played with him. Oh yeah, he so, wasn't like that. He wasn't like that when he I was like around. that when I was there. So when I, I was the leader. Uh, yeah, I mean, prop yeah. myself so up a, and bring you down. Mm -hmm. That's a that's wow. a that's like a ooh, that's a five star dig right there, I mean, boy. I'm not I even swear. listen. Alex says he's not watching any NBA basketball until after Christmas. Um, I'm not talking about the Lakers beating San Antonio and San Antonio scoring 45 in the fourth quarter and almost coming back and winning that game. I'm not talking about if Milwaukee beat Indiana. I don't really care. I'm not talking about uh, Golden State beating Phoenix or losing to Phoenix. And all I'm talking about is, you know, dude getting punched in the face and this indefinite suspension. I mean, this the NBA, we're not even talking about basketball. That's what I told you 10 years this ago. Is what they, I know. Well, Franklin you got me. For. It's the yeah. drama. It's but the this, drama, but that is, this isn't really what I was – this isn't the kind of thing I was talking about. But, no. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, um, let me say this to everybody. Um, I want to go back to football because it is Chargers-Raiders on Thursday Night Football, and I want to get to that here in just one second. Before we do, I want to tell you guys to make sure you're getting involved in the game that we're all playing at Prize Picks. PrizePicks.com slash great friends they will match your first deposit 100 up to 100 dollars. i put in 100 bucks this is going back about a month or so ago, maybe two months ago whatever it was mm -hmm. i have won a grand total of like 650 dollars in plays but Ooh. but i gotta be honest i've really only got about 150 dollars left in my uh left in my in my account right now because um i was i was really hot for a long time and then i decided to get kind of cute I decided to go for the big one, you know, $10 play to win 250 whoa. bucks. Yeah. $10 whoa, play whoa, to win 250 whoa. bucks. And it just, it didn't work uh, out. And I've just been ice cold, ice cold. Talk to me, Browner. What? They're running, Price Picks is doing something called the Demons and Goblins. And that indicates non-standard payouts up to a hundred times more. So what's, they're they're trying to get you to wager on the following passing yards for certain people. I'm so glad that you hit the price picks at this time. Ethan Stick, Easton Stick, 224 passing yards. Aiden O'Connell, mm -hmm. 224 passing yards. Mm -hmm. So I uh, wait. Well, so also, wait, wait. So how do I play this? this? So how do I play this? I'm looking at it. demons and goblins indicates non-standard payouts. So if I take Easton Stick and I take Aiden O'Connell, and I want to play both of these guys, can I? And oh, you have to go more. So they're only giving you the choice of going more. Oh, yeah, and they the both have yeah. to under. Yeah, that's that. Uh, I'm itching on that. Ooh. And if you get and if you get them both right, if you get them both right, it's seven and a half times your money. Damn, I'm doing this. seven and a half times. Can you pair I'm that? Can care. you pair that with the free Christmas square for Kevin Durant? Because they're giving everybody. Uh, Kevin Durant half a point more or less on Christmas Day against the Mavericks. Well, and you have to play that today, huh? No, no, no. That's no. You got two hundred and seventy-two hours to play that. Oh, okay. yeah, that's not Christmas, but they're giving you, you a Kevin Durant free pick. 
Dude, listen to this. Easton Stick and Aiden O'Connell to both go for more. $20 play wins $150. Jake Browning and Nick Mullins to go for more. 274 and a half. Over. More. 274 and a half. I'm playing this one but, right now. But but here, but here's another here's another tricky play. Jake Browning. I think mm -hmm. that Jake Browning is under the goblins category for under 199 and a half. Nick Mullins, the same thing. 199 and a half. Ooh, they putting pressure on you now. They put I'm doing this one right here. I'm going east. I'm going to take the Easton stick, Aiden O'Connell to both go for more than 224 yards passing. Um, oh. just for the heck of it. Just for the heck you of scroll, it. Why not? If you if you scroll to the bottom, mm -hmm. Demon, Dak Prescott, 324 yards. That's one of the highest dang bet. That's one of the highest I've seen. Against well, that's MVP Buffalo, of the league right there. I mean, ugh, all right. Okay. I'm doing sure. it. Easton Stick, Aiden O'Connell. I'm doing it both. Very nice. Okay. Seven and a half times my money. I'm gonna make a sixer. I'm gonna make a sixer. All right. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. You put in a hundred bucks, they put in a hundred bucks. You put in fifty, they put in fifty. They'll match your first deposit a hundred percent up to a hundred dollars. Get in the game, and tomorrow we'll all oh, but give be you careful because no Keenan Allen tonight. No Keenan Allen tonight. Be careful. Yeah. Tomorrow we're gonna give you our prize pick lock of the week. Okay, that'll happen tomorrow. Okay, stick around for that. All right, so tonight, since we're talking about this game, Chargers Raiders, this, listen, this is a bad football game. In That's other words, if, we did. if you're not a Charger fan, if you're not a Raider fan, you're just a football fan who watches Thursday night football. You have two five and eight football teams. Both use one's using a rookie quarterback, and one is using a uh, a backup quarterback that a no one's ever really starter. heard of. Which is based not a rookie, but he's the first time he hasn't played a competitive game in like five years. Easton Stick, he hasn't started one. Yeah. So is this this is his first start? Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Um, so our boy JT the Brick up in Vegas sits down with um, the head coach of the Raiders, Antonio Pierce. He does it every week. He used to do it with Gruden. He used to do it with with McDaniel's. We've got some video from their their sit down and their visit. What are we about to hear, Alex? You're about to hear. How Antonio Pierce is going to defend that sneaky quarterback, Easton Stick. That's the scary part. Yeah. That's the key word. Not enough tape. So now you go all the way back to college. You try to pull up preseason. You get anything mm. you can to do your research and homework on a player. But you saw when he got in last week, made some throws. You know, he's got a live arm. Mm. He's mobile. So all that stuff goes into it. And again, you know, the good part about it is a short week. So sure. you know they can't give him the whole playbook. But looks like a smart football player just from yeah, he based does. off film. And we got to be aware of it. Yeah, he does. You tell him, mm -hmm. JT. By the way, Easton Stick looks uh, like a smart guy. Knows player. Easton Stick knows how to win football games, man. He's the most winning. He's yeah. the winningest quarterback in FCS school history, dude. Mm -hmm. Or just FCS. So, just history, so you guys are players. aware, uh, demons and goblins go throughout everything in football. Devontae Adams, a hundred yards. Austin Eckler receiving yards over fifty. Like this is. This is throughout everything. I'm I'm now doing this. Quentin Johnston, over 50 yards tonight. So no Austin Eckler. I mean, no, no Keenan Allen. Easton Stick. Can Quentin Johnston be the man under Easton Stick? Oh, oh, we got questions. We got questions. We got questions. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Um Chargers Raiders tonight used to be such a big deal, and now it's not because again, besides besides having quarterbacks that people don't know, the coaches. I mean, you got to think Staley's 
likely to be fired at the end of the year. Hopefully. And and I don't know if Antonio Pierce is really going to get this job, especially I, I think both the Chargers and the Raiders will both take swings at Bill Belichick. If all the rumors are true that Belichick will be leaving the Patriots. So this game tonight, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, not necessarily something I feel like I got to sit down and watch. No, this is something. That, this is something that I, 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 I am mad that I have to sit down and watch. <laughs> Plus, know, all the I'm injuries going, in this I, game. I'm going. Keenan Allen's I'm out. Justin Herbert's play. out. I mean, didn't really matter who was quarterbacking for the Raiders. Jimmy G wouldn't have mattered. This is terrible all around. Josh Jacobs probably not playing. It's just bad. How about Devontae Adams? I mean, he plays, but he ain't good anymore. Hmm. All right. Stick around, everybody. Uh, let's prep ourselves up uh, for the rest of the NFL weekend. We're in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. This is Kaplan and Crew with Grande and the Brown Man, and we're back. Guys, a little halftime update here. Want to thank some of our great sponsors. Um, as we get to the end of the year, like what I do is I'm meeting with everybody to try and put together deals for the new year. Want to thank our friends at Seven Mile Casino. Their website is sevenmilecasino.com. The QR code will come up on the screen. There it is. We're coming back this year, you know, and and these guys have been such great business partners to the point where the listeners, the viewers, Miss Molly in particular, decided to throw a birthday party for Joe Rigby. It wasn't even his birthday. And like 50 people showed up to hang out on a Sunday afternoon. They love that stuff. That's organic, man. That just happens because that's our spot. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. You want to play blackjack or poker or other table games or have a great brunch on Saturday and Sunday morning or an awesome meal anytime during the week. Watch football games. You're going to love it. Smoke-free in a great location, only seven minutes south, Bay Boulevard in Chula Vista, seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. Hey, big shout-out to our people at Torrey Holistics and California Holistics, and here's why. I always tell you guys, if you have friends that like weed, Dude, this is the perfect Christmas gift, the perfect Christmas gift, because people who like weed love to get weed. OK, so if you use our promo code amazing, you save 20 percent. So you're like, dude, I don't have time right now. I'm running around. I'm trying to figure out the holidays and and, you know, holiday parties and all, all this kind of stuff that's going on in your life right now. Have them deliver it. They deliver it. And you can use the promo code when you're checking out on the website. Amazing. You save 20%. The promo code is amazing. You'll save 20%. Hey, one big shout out to my guy, Gary Cooper, 858-376-1299. This is a time of the year where people start to slow down a little bit. But if you're thinking about buying a house, if you're in that market right now, talk to Gary. If you're like, dude, how could I ever buy a house? I don't have money for a down payment. Talk to Gary. There's all kinds of programs for you. 858-376-1299 for Gary Cooper. All right, Grande, let's get right back to it. Hey, great friends. What's happening? It is Thursday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. To all of our radio listeners on 1090, YouTube viewers worldwide, wherever you are, to our audio podcast listeners listening on your own time, to TV viewers tonight, glad everybody's here. Um, we were talking about the Chargers and the Raiders. And I was mm -hmm. saying that the game tonight is not sexy anymore. Because you have two five and eight football teams. You have one team where the coach is expected to be fired. Another team where they've already fired the coach in the middle of the season. You've lost so many star caliber players. And this is really a battle for who's not going to finish. 
so the game has lost what I'll call its luster, at least for me, because back in the old days, man, I used to love Charger Raider games. Charger Raider games were like an entire week. It was like a whole big deal here in San Diego. So the game is not what it was, but it's really part of the storyline of the season. I don't know that there's ever been an NFL season where more quarterbacks have played. And so for all the talk about three nothing games or games that are setting football back by decades, it's all because of the number of guys that have played quarterback this year. Alex, take us through the numbers here. Yeah, so Easton Stick tonight will be the 55th starting quarterback this year. 55. Uh, Nick Mullins will start for the Vikings Saturday morning. He will be the 56th. And now I'm just reading C.J. Stroud's not clearing concussion protocol. Uh-oh. So we have 57 with Davis Mills starting for the Texans this weekend. Seven mm-hmm. starting quarterbacks have had season-ending surgeries. That's 22% of starters, and that's Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. It's been a bloodbath out there. Dude, it's amazing. <laughs> it is truly amazing. Remember the beginning of the yeah. year how um, when Rodgers got hurt in the first game, in the first series on the fourth play, the outcry mm-hmm. was about the playing surface. Um, mm-hmm. n- nobody's really complaining about the playing surface per se. It's just, as you said, it's a freaking bloodbath out there. Yep. A- and by the way, everything you just showed us, that is um quarterback injuries. If we yeah. were to just if we were to just look at the injury report for this Chargers Raiders game, it's oh it's not it's not just quarterbacks. I mean, it's everybody. It is a bloodbath out there. The NFL is about one thing and one thing only. Who can be the healthiest and who can plug holes as you lose health throughout the year? Alex, I for everybody who's listening, you're gonna have to read this. Just pick out some of the biggest names on both of these sides of the injury report for the Chargers and Raiders. Yeah, full, I mean the Raiders. We Jimmy Garoppolo's out. He's not playing. Obviously, Josh Jacobs doubtful to play today. That's the top guys from the Raiders on the on the and Max Crosby. By the way, not healthy. He didn't practice really at all. He, his knees like five times the size it should be, but he's playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keenan Allen's out tonight with a heel injury. Um, obviously, Justin Herbert's out tonight. Uh, I I don't know if Josh Palmer. Uh, he's kind of off the IR. Another receiver for the Chargers, but it's just. Joey Bosa is not playing tonight, obviously. Like, it's just name them. <laughs> I, got Josh, blood I, got, yeah. I got Josh Palmer on my prospects. So I need him to get some yards, brother. Catch well, a 50 yard go, and then go sit down. You should go less there, dude. With all these defensive injuries, no, 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 no. Though, with, with, with all these pass rushers out, yeah. dude, maybe these two quarterbacks in a weird sort of way, mm-hmm. even with wide receivers out. Maybe they just ball out and they just let it go no, and they both how, go for more. And that's my prize pick right. play tonight. How good was C.J. Beathard versus Jake Browning that Monday night a few weeks ago? Exactly, exactly. You know, listen, I have I put twenty five bucks on this prize pick. Okay, six Mm -hmm. picks, all all more, all demon picks. Twenty five bucks with a chance to win twenty one hundred. I'm into this game tonight. I'm in. I'm locked in. <laughs> so wait, I'm so explain the, explain the play then. Because I have Easton Stick and I have Aiden O'Connell both to go more uh, than 224 and a half yards passing. What is it that you're playing? Because I'm only getting a seven and a half times my money option okay. here. Tell me what you're doing. So okay. I got twenty. I got $25, mm-hmm. six picks, okay? Mm-hmm. I got Aiden O'Connell, more than, 204, more than 224 and a half passing yards. I have Devontae Adams for more than 99 and a half receiving yards. I have Quentin Johnson for more than 
49 and a half receiving yards. I have Austin Eckler for more than a half a touchdown rushing and receiving. I have Josh Palmer for more than 49 and a half receiving yards and Hunter Renfro for more than 39 and a half receiving yards. If this thing hits, ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Those are crazy numbers. Those are not crazy numbers. Those are pretty – those are doable. All that's doable. Mm -hmm. All that's doable. Okay. All right, prizepicks.com slash great friends. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Get in the game. We're in it. I got a $20 play to win $150. Your play's probably better, but I only need Easton Stick and Aiden O'Connell to both pass for more than 224 and a half yards passing. That's it. All right, let me – Congrats, congrats, Scott. Two, four. Joe Flacco has officially signed – on the active roster. They, oh, they, nice. gave him, they gave him a contract. Not a practice squad guy no more. Yeah. Um, the the whole Joe money. Flacco story, I don't know if it's if it's it's developing. Let me say that. Joe Flacco is becoming a developing story. Because as I just said, the NFL is about who can make it through the season the healthiest. The Cleveland Browns, as you know, I'm watching them more carefully. They're very unhealthy. They're when I say unhealthy, they're on their fourth quarterback. They've lost what is considered to be the top running back in the NFL. They've lost multiple starting offensive linemen. And so they're just plugging holes. But Flacco is a whole plugger and maybe could become a great story. I if was the surprised. Vikings win, they join the Browns as the uh the only teams to ever have four starting quarterbacks win a game. Amazing. Amazing. Hey, um, I saw the news yesterday that the Super Bowl is coming back to Los Angeles. Yes. And mm-hmm. of course, like my San Diego hat is on, and the first thing I think of is unbelievable. There, there is a five-year sort of tour of Super Bowls. Alex, for people who are listening, go ahead and and, and tell us where the Super Bowl yes. will be here in the next few well, years. This year it'll be Vegas mm-hmm. uh, in 2024. 2025 will be in New Orleans at the Superdome. 2026 will be back at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. And 2027, back in L.A. at SoFi. So three of the next four on the West Coast. And think about this. Um, Vegas is getting its first. Five years later, they'll get another one. New Orleans is getting yet another Super Bowl, probably their fifth, sixth, seventh. I'm not sure what the number is. Yep. Uh, San Francisco slash, I'll call it Santa Clara, that's that's getting their second. I was there for Super Bowl 50 the night that Peyton Manning beat the Carolina mm-hmm. Panthers. And then, and then coming back to SoFi, which we know the Rams won the Super Bowl there two years ago, um, SoFi Stadium will get their second Super Bowl in mm-hmm. 2027, which, by the way, will precede the Olympics in L.A. in 2028. San Diego. And the World Cup. Yeah. San Diego, we lost this. And and if San Diego would have built a new stadium, San Diego, Las Vegas, L.A., New Orleans, Santa Clara, everybody would have had Super Bowls every five years. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty eight would be in in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I know it's ancient history, and I know it doesn't matter anymore, but it's just unfortunate and sad. It really is. All right, Alex is um is Gary Cooper getting ready to join us here? Yes, sir. Okay, how long is he? Are we talking like five seconds, ten seconds? When's he coming in? Right now. Right now. All right, here's Gary Cooper jumping right in. What's up, Koopa Loop? Hey, well, I tell you what, not interest rates. Interest rates are coming down. How about that? Yeah. Um, do me a favor, actually. Could you fill us in? Because um, yesterday I got a message from one of our great friends, listeners, and he said, dude, look at your look at your stocks, whatever you follow today. He goes, everything's in green. So what did the Fed do yesterday that all of a sudden kind of made everybody put a smile on their face? not raise interest rates. That's the key. 
But we've been anticipating that anyway, because we're finally seeing inflation starting to decline year after year, which we have been expecting that as well. Mm-hmm. Now they're pausing raising rates. The anticipation is, is that they will start lowering the rates. But again, I go back to what I've told you guys for how many years, 20 years now, watch the 10 year bond, the 10 year bond, the benchmark for long-term interest rates is a directional tool or compass to know which way long-term fixed rates are going. Mm -hmm. So yes, they are trending down, but it is a different vehicle from what the feds do. When they lower the rate, they're lowering the prime rate. So for instance, a good example, let's say you want to keep your 3% interest rate, your credit cards up, you need home improvement, you got to get a car. Well, there's options. There's the second mortgages. You could do a home equity line of credit because a home equity line of credit is in fact tied to the prime. So when the rates go up, so does your interest rate. Well, when the rates are going to come down as anticipated, so each time the feds lower the rate a quarter point or half a point, Mm -hmm. so does the interest rate on your home equity line of credit. So it's a great vehicle to combine debt, pay off debt, home improvement, things like that. There's also fixed rate seconds. So if you don't want something that adjusts, you can also do a fixed rate second. But the home equity line of credit does give you the advantage to draw on the money as you need it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, since I brought this up and this is literally coming off the top of my head, um, I have a lender that does second mortgages and will pay off your debt in order to qualify. Most of your second mortgages, especially home equity lines of credit, won't allow you to pay off the debt and then qualify. Wow, that's a really good program for people. It is. And, and, and I keep saying this, guys, for real, this is such a good time to buy. And I have a new listing, and I'll bring that up when you're ready. But this is such a good time to buy because what's happening is people are going to wait for the rates to come down further, and then home prices are going to start to rise. It's a wash. If you can afford a house, get it because you're setting up your wealth for later down the road. Yep. That's great advice. Listen, I tell you guys all the time, this is the guy to call. You know, you think to yourself, well, I don't have a down payment. I don't have that kind of money for a down payment. There's programs out there for you. You know, there are programs out there. Um, Gary, tell me about this new listing. I am curious Uh, for anybody that's watching right now on YouTube, on TV, you can click on the QR code and it'll take you to Gary's website. What is the listing? Let's take a look at it together. Maybe we'll ooh and ah together. Well, I tell you what, I'm pretty excited because this home's located in Ramona, 755 Progress Lane in Ramona. Okay. Progress Lane in Ramona. Mm -hmm. Average price in Ramona, Mm -hmm. average price is $750 or above. Mm -hmm. And we have this house listed for $729,000. And it's a beautiful turnkey single story home, includes four beds, two baths, and offers a spacious living room. And there it is right there with a, a full brick wall and fireplace embedded into it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this house is freshly painted throughout, brand new roof, new water heater, spacious backyard, includes a sparkling Pebble Tech pool. Pebble you mean Tech it, it includes pool. a sparkling Pebble Tech pool? Is that right? Yep. Hey, I and heard it. I, I mean, it's in, I mean, the house is in really nice condition. They do yeah. a lot of work before putting it onto the market. But like I said, it's all freshly painted and it is turnkey and ready. I had a great open house uh, last uh, Saturday. It was only for three hours. I had quite a few people, people come Where in, a lot pool? of calls and inquiries. I'm getting I'm there. Jesus, man. I want to see the pool. I want to see the backyard. I got it. It's a nice house. It's, Beautiful. It's getting there. 
Keep rolling. Like, it's like, oh, ooh. Ooh. see, that's what I wanted to see. That's what ah, I wanted to see right there. Nice. That pool, man. Oh, man. Mm. Summertime. Let me tell you something. Summertime in Ramona. Yeah, hot. it's inland and it's hot. But man, you got a pool. It is so nice. And the only reason I know that is because, you know, my friend Corky Miser, who, yep. you know, was our you know partner forever and is you know still one of my closest friends to this day. I love Corky Miser. Corky lives out in Ramona. And man, he had this beautiful house and he didn't have any pool. And I was like, Corky, yep. you need a pool. And he's like, oh, no, man, I'm not getting a pool. I don't need a pool. And then last year, he's like, you know, the fact is I need a pool. And he built a beautiful pool in his backyard out in Ramona. And you need it during the summer, Jack. <laughs> That's a true statement. And I tell you what, this house is close to town, shopping, everything, and yeah. schools. I like Ramona. So if you want a showing, call me, and I'll give you a private showing on this property. I really anticipate this. You know, the average time right now is over 60 days. Wow. Mm. Wow. Alex, um, let me ask you something. Yes. I'm just curious, just out of curiosity, man. Mm -hmm. Would you and Mar ever consider living in a place like Ramona where you could have a standalone house like that, mm -hmm. lots of space, a pool, and you could take your condo in North Park and turn mm -hmm. it into your own private residence that continues to gain equity? Um, would you ever do that? I'm just curious. Um, no, we've had this conversation a, a lot recently if we ever do move it'll probably be out of state oh next move is to texas or or to nevada hey, you know te texas is something i'm fighting she's there right now and she's in san antonio right now Dan and, and her mom move. and her mom is like the you know how it's like you, you got an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other mm -hmm. her mom's like the little devil just constantly sending her links of what our house is currently valued at and what mm -hmm. you get in san antonio mm -hmm. and she's just like look at all the space you get and i'm like yeah but then you live in san antonio mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah like it, it was 100 degrees there two months ago now it's like 40 like mm -hmm. oh you're moving I, to I san was... antonio is what you're telling me I feel like I don't really have a choice sometimes. Hey, I'm what? fighting it. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You're moving to San Antonio. Yeah, yeah I'm you, hearing that you're moving. I'm hearing that you're moving. Fight. Yeah. Put when is it? Fight. When are you moving? When are you guys moving to San Antonio? I don't know, Gary. When you got any? You, can you help us move to San Antonio? I can't because I've been out there just this last summer because I have friends there. I visited there. Well, I all right. Back home, I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of the Alamo, huh? No, I mean Alamo is cool, but the Alamo is so underwhelming too. Yeah. It is because you know it is what? So if underwhelming. You, when you know the history of the place, and then you're sitting right in the heart of downtown, and you're surrounded by all these skyscrapers, and there's this little slab of dirt with this, with the Alamo on it. You're just yeah. so disappointed because yeah. when yeah. you watched all the John Wayne movies, you're like, you're expecting to see some open space, tumbleweeds yeah. go by, and you're looking at skyscrapers. John yeah. Wayne, you don't you don't know who John Wayne was? Who's that? John it's Wayne was the guy. It's Lil's, who, it's Lil's father. Yeah, well, don't yeah, don't you remember? Uh, <laughs> don't you remember Dusty Rhodes? There were two bad people, and one of them is dead. And that's John Wayne, brother. And I'm right here. His next question is, who's Dusty Rhodes? Mm -hmm. No, no, right, I watched a lot of wrestling. I know who. Right, hold on. I don't know who John right. Wayne is. So now we've learned uh, that. That, that sounds great, though, like Scott, because honestly, I do, I do search San Diego County homes, and I know what Gary's talking about. You know that number always does start. It does seem to start with a seven. 
and when you see set was a 729 gary that yeah. that that doesn't really exist in san diego county for no, a home that's, that's of that it. size yeah that's yeah. what i mean we we yeah. price this to sell we're not messing around average day is like over 62 days mm-hmm. this home is priced to sell and you get something like this in the 700s are you <clears throat> are you getting more homes priced to sell now are people not really looking to get people bidding they just want to get get move a home because they know it's harder now I tell you what, my recommendation is depending on what your circuit, depending on what your circumstances are, of course, I want to be able to sell your house top dollar. But at the same time, how realistic. Long wow. time Gary's having right that now, the holiday season. Gary's having that thing where the camera go, kind of goes off and goes on. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, but it's all, right. you know, it it's happens the holiday season. Times are slow right now. But I also think that people are still overpricing their homes and that's why they're sitting too long. Yeah. Cool. Um, this is great, man. Um, seriously, because I, I was seeing like the news earlier this week about how like the you know the jobs mar- job market you know was stronger than anticipated. The Fed doesn't raise rates. Um, you know, just this is like you know we're ending the year in a in a really good place. I think um, in the U.S. economy. Not that we study it. I mean, if you want to talk about basketball, we could talk about Giannis last night. But. Um, it's just interesting to hear what you're talking about with, with the home market. So, Hey, Gar, happy holidays, man. Um, I don't know if we'll talk to you before Christmas cause we're, we're going to take a little break right after the 22nd. Well, so. I tell you what, I, you know, this could be our last time this year. And I want to thank the three of you guys for our long-term friendship. Cause that's exactly what it is. But I also want to express my sincere thanks to all the great friends, listeners. You guys have been so good to me to allow me to earn your business. I hope that everyone's had a good experience and will refer me out or, you know, contact Scotty and let him know what your experience is with my company, good or bad, because I always like to address if anything happens that's not to your satisfaction because I really take it personal. But my friendship with you and the great friends has gone on for so long. And I'm just very that's the thing that I'm grateful this holiday season, but every year. So Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. I love you guys. and I really appreciate you. Also, Gary. I don't want to jump in, Scott, but you, don't worry. You will not be forgotten for the boat party. Gary was one of the people that texted me. Hey, oh. what's up with the boat party? I'm like, Gary, you're like number one on my list of people that gets the text. <laughs> of the, don't worry. We're working on it. And then, Scott, I think we're, we're maybe might do like a 2024 Happy New Year boat party type of thing. Hey, yeah, I think that'd be awesome. My wife looks forward to it every year. Yeah. The reason for that, by the way, um, is because the boat was being painted in Ensenada. And so they had torn it apart. They they tore the boat apart to um to paint it. So it was in you know a million pieces. They were putting it back together and they were trying to get it back. But Captain Troy was like, dude, I don't want to be under the pressure of hey, your party's on the 15th or the 20th and the boat's not ready to go. So that was the first part. And then Captain Troy's mom, who was very ill, um, she was in hospice, as I recall, and she died finally. Um, and I say finally because you know it was peaceful and the family was there and and he was, you know, there was some relief. So we said, rather than put pressure on Captain Troy to get it done in 23, when everybody's done partying and everybody's gone to every Christmas and holiday party, on the backside, we have the first ever New Year party. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, this party, because Christmas and New Year celebrations are different. This party is going to be inebriated. It's going to be lit. <laughs> inebriated. It's going to be lit. Got, is it, got, are we going to do got, our own Michael Scott booze cruise? Dude, because we got this from a sponsor level. From a sponsor level, what could end up on that boat? Man. Shout out to Tori Holistic. Shout out to Mushroom Life. Mm. Well, shout I out to both what, of y'all. 
if it's going to be a lit party, I want to bring yeah. the match. You, you want to bring the match, bring do the you? Match. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah you do. Well, you, yeah, yeah. I, the match is usually uh, right along your side. I know who she is. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> and then put her together with my match. Forget about it. Uh, Gar, we'll talk to you soon. Everybody stay right where you are. We got a lot more to get to, including going back to this Charger Raider game and also a lot of other NFL storylines going into this weekend. Stick around, everybody. All right, great friends. Hey, it's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man in the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7milecasino.com. So we've been doing these great friends catch-ups, right? Like we had Fat Tony on, catching up in his life and finding out about the Making San Diego Smile event that happened this past Monday down at the um, down at the Walmart in Chula Vista. And thanks to everybody who participated. And we had Jason Lawhead on earlier this week, and he performed at the Belly Up earlier this week. He hit that stage and he crushed it. Um, we got some other yesterday, Carlos Montoya, longtime producer of the old Scott and BR show. Carlos came on, told us about his art show that was happening in Carlsbad, uh, starts this Friday night and it'll run through February. So we'll, we'll definitely go there and support today. One of my closest friends, Craig Dato stopping by Craig Dato, who was the chief marketing officer at Del Mar forever. And listen, to be honest with you, it still sucks on opening day that Craig isn't at Del Mar, but after opening day, it doesn't really matter anymore. You know, so what does that mean? It means that like after opening day, like everything is like back to normal, you know, like opening day is the day where we needed your office. You know, we needed all the wristbands, you know, we needed stuff. I didn't care about opening day, Craig. I missed you for the concerts on Fridays. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite. Now that I'm now that I'm not behind a Christmas tree. Listen, oh, let brother. me move the Christmas oh, tree. For you, uh, no, no, you, you uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, there you go. Same problem. Same problem. What I will say is this. I missed you all the time because a brother like me, I don't need it to be special for me to pull. Okay. I'm a fisherman. I could fish wherever they got water. You feel what I'm saying? So just, just not being there has really just made it a track now. Now it's just a track. Yeah, right. Okay. Cramped your style. Huh, oh, I haven't seen that laugh from Craig in a long time where Browner says something kind of, kind of funny and just Craig just breathes out and laughs at you. I haven't seen that in a while. Since opening day, probably. Yeah. yeah, you're just saying. Yeah. That's all, man. He would just that's drop all. those lines at him, and he'd just be like, oh. yeah. yeah. I'm in there, man. I'm in there. <laughs> well, Craig Dato's here, and um, Craig coming well, to us today. Somewhere. From, yeah, where, can we say where you are, Craig? Sure. sure. I'm in Cabo. Yeah. yeah. He's down in Cabo. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little. You're in a different kind of Cabo, though. You're in a different kind of Cabo, bro. Don't be in here talking like you in a regular person Cabo. Like you have, you got like one of these uh, coupons where you get to drink for free. Stop it, bro. You're in a different kind of Cabo. <laughs> yeah. Come well, on, he's, man. In, he's in a fancy Cabo. He's got yeah, a friend who's no, got yeah, a really fancy house. Hey, yeah. let me tell you something. I don't mean to invade. Should, people. By the way, I don't should. mean to invade. I don't mean to invade people's privacy. But that house where Craig is, when the whole Matthew Stafford to the Rams deal was going down. That house where Craig is, that's where Andrew Whitworth was staying. And Andrew Whitworth was very much brokering that deal from the house that Craig is staying in. That's the story. Yeah, it is a story. That's the legend. Yeah. I know. Um, so Craig is here. Craig, we're doing this thing where we're trying to catch up to people who are important parts of the show who we haven't spoken to in a while. Mm-hmm. It's the holiday time of the year. We thought we'd catch up to you and see how you're doing. 
Everything's great. Um, I still, I, I miss the track. It's been two years now since I worked there. Um, I was there for 20 years. It was great 20 years. I mean, that's what brought me to San Diego. So I got to be thankful for that. Um, I still go to the races a lot, as you guys well know, Scott. I've been with you several times. But um, I'm working on my new gig, which is a startup company that you guys know all about because you have Dr. Chow as a guest on your show, um, I think, on a weekly basis uh, called Sports in Injury Central. And been working on that for about four years now. And it, it's, it's going well. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So do you, do um, you feel like. Do you feel like the track is an ex-girlfriend that, you know, I, I want to get back with her, but then I hang out with her for a day and I'm like, why would I do this? <laughs> <laughs> like, why am, I at lunch? why am I at lunch with you? Let me just say this. Going to the track now is a completely different experience because I'm not, you know, I was always a little bit stressed, right? Something's going to go wrong. Got to deal with this or that. Um, now I can just go on and enjoy myself, have a drink like everybody else and, and just, bet and watch the races which is a lot of fun yeah so i, I love going to the track more. i like it more now and we had a good summer um you know with the great friend stables everybody knows craig and i are partners in that and craig don't we have a race tonight like in oklahoma somewhere no, it's tomorrow night tomorrow night a big race we're in a three hundred thousand dollar kentucky derby type prep race and we're three to one we have a chance um unfortunately it's in oklahoma city so i won't be there yeah but uh, we'll see what happens and what time is that race on friday night for anybody that's listening and wants to watch for uh, Pacific time, it's seven thirty. Seven thirty Pacific nine, time. It's it's nine thirty in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Damn, night time race. race. Yeah, that's a yeah, thing. They, that they, they start the races on Friday at five p.m. back there. I think we're the last race. I'm going to put a calendar uh, note here to myself because I really want to watch the race, but I will forget because you know Friday I've got like holiday parties, you know, and whatever. This so guy, this guy? He's always, busy. Crime scene, always busy. Crime scenes. He's got to go investigate. Well, got a lot I mean, of stuff I, to do. Yeah, I mean, it's just like He's one of those badge. things. Have you seen this guy's badge? Uh, please tell me you don't know about this badge. No, you don't know. You don't no, know. Would, don't you, know would you consider Scott one of your one of your really close friends in life? Yeah, yeah. And you, you and you haven't you shown him your badge, Scott. Him? Yeah, wow. that's, this is not real best friend material. Wow, this guy, yeah. I get now. You see, you never know with people. You never know. Yeah. You've been hanging out with a police officer this whole time, and yeah. he ain't told you about it. Mm -hmm. uh, Craig, usually I carry I carry this big fanny pack. You know what I mean? It's like ridiculous, and um, and there's more crap in there than any woman carries around in her purse. And I I walk around with this fanny pack, and the other day I unpack it for these guys to show them how much crap is in it. And inside is my badge, Man, you know. Badge, and I, and it's badge. it's a badge that the San Diego Police Officers Association gave me as like a supporter, you know. And it comes in this really nice black leather case, and I keep it because in my mind I think uh. of the movie um, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> where Achwell Foley walks up to a construction scene. He whips out his cop's badge and he's like, mm -hmm. hold on here. Everybody stop working. Everybody stop working. I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so with the building inspection. So like I carry a badge, like and if a cop pulls me over and he says, can I see your driver's license? I, I pull out my badge and my driver's license is in my badge. And then the cop should say, oh, you're one, you're with us. You're good. You know, that's sort of the way it's I see it. Called impersonating. You've never, it's never, you've never had to use it? No, I've never used it. No. By the way, the trailer's out for the new Beverly Hills Cop movie. Oh, it is. They, I gotta yeah. see. I gotta yeah. see the second trailer. This one wasn't great. This one wasn't great. I gotta see the second Craig, trailer. But yeah, Scott has a badge. Scott has yeah. an actual police badge that he walks yeah. around with. Right. Thought you Pretty should heavy. know that about your friends. You can make fun of them properly now. Yeah. So, yeah, so please do. So, da so Dato's here. Dato, I see you're wearing the uh, the hack hat. Is that the Ernie Han? Like hack is is Ernie with you down there in in uh, Ernie Colorado? Ernie almost came he didn't come he considered it but he didn't make this trip gotcha um, and you know he's got that Santa crawl coming up next week 
where yes, like 500 people wearing Santa costumes go bar to bar to bar. Yeah, Big fundraiser. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Okay. Wait, what? When is this? Wait, time out. Time out. This on. sounds like oh. something I should know about. Yeah, I have not been alerted about this. Let me tell you guys. What? Listen, I'm going to tell you. There's you talk about holiday parties. Wednesday the 20th. Okay, I've got. Um, there's on my calendar. There's a 690 1090 reunion. Oh, should you actually go on now? I don't do think, think so. Do you think Hacksaw will be there? Oh, 100%. Hacksaw is there. Oh, Coach Contreras is there. Uh, Hacksaw was on MLB Network today with Mad Dog. What? interviewed about the Padres. No way. Swear to God. I got sent the link. Good for him. Say, hey, you're looking like freaking a mustachioed Santa Claus right now, dude. Mustachioed <laughs> Santa Claus. Yeah. Ernie Han Santa Crawl is on Wednesday, um, December 20th. And it's like 500 guys in Santa costumes going bar hopping in Del Mar. And there's a charity component to it all. I don't remember what that part of it is. But it's mostly just for people to get in Santa costumes and get drunk. Man, send me that link, bro. That Black Santa fun. in the building. Black and, you Santa know, not in every, the building. Not everybody, not everybody wears a traditional. Oh, ah. look at Hacksaw. Wow. There you go. We're, we're looking at uh, Russo and Hacksaw. Look at, look at this. Who, mm-hmm. Who's this guy? He, the, Russo's face. Duck right. lips. And Lee, Lee, like, looks like he's wearing a wig. Russo looks like he sells you a car that does not run anymore. And and, <laughs> and, and, and Hacksaw looks like somebody with a Scooby Doo mystery. No, no, Hacksaw looks like his victim. You know, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you sold me a lemon. Yeah. So let me ask you a question: When you when you wear a, a toupee as it is, and you're <laughs> say forty, and it's a black toupee or a brown toupee, and then you go, then you get older, do you go buy a gray one? How does that yeah, work? That's what happens. That's mm. what happens. That's clear. Marv Albert never did. Marv Albert just went dark the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, guys, guys, listen, Dato's here. I want to talk to him about his company, um, but I will say this really quick. This segment being presented by Mushroom Life, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. Browner's out of the Mushroom Life products. Um, I know Brett Weiss invited us to his headquarters today because Brett sent us videos he had had imported from Boston somewhere, like giant lobsters, huge ass, you know, like Maine lobsters. And he's like, you guys better come here today and have lunch with us. And I know I'm up in L.A. I can't do it. But did you guys know that the way we met Mushroom Life was through Dado? Did you guys know that? Nice. Awesome. I have a uh, I have a Mushroom Life story. Today I went to the gym and I was walking down to the gym and three or four of the guys who work here, like at the ballet, whatever, I had my Mushroom Life shirt on. They were like, Mushroom Life. We love Mushroom Life in Cabo. Three of the guys wow. here. And I was like, wow, nice. how about that? I got to relay that to Brett. He'll love to hear that. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. You buy $50 worth of products. Brett sends you an additional $50 worth of products because that's what he wants you to try. And you use those as Christmas gifts. That's just a thought from my perspective. And do you ever use the tagline? Do you say shroom responsibly? I don't say shroom responsibly. I don't, but I guess I should. That's what it says on the back of the shirt. Yeah. Browner, Browner got all, got like a whole lineup of mushroom life shirts. Bro, I Hats. Got all, I got almost everything. Shout yeah. Out. He got the hat right behind him. Get the Mushroom Life hat right behind him. We got the QR yeah, code Brett's on a, the screen. Brett's a cool dude, man. Listen, when I meet cool people, dog, I I rap I rap cool people, man. I kicked it with cool people. He's a good dude, man. I had a good time. Went up to the went up to the warehouse, hung out with him. He gave me a tour. We just you know shot the shot the shot, hung out, met some ladies there. Uh, <laughs> so ladies. yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he new candidates uh, for Sex Drop Saturday. For, for, for Brown, out. you know what I mean? Shout out. So, Craig, um, Craig, listen. So, as we do these catch-ups, you know, we had Carlos Montoya on. You remember Carlos and Pratty, mm-hmm. right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they were the other side of the Scott and BR world back in the mm-hmm. day. Carlos has his art studio up in Carlsbad. He's like doing a whole thing. Um, Carlsbad downtown, adding to the culture of downtown Carlsbad. It's got this rock and roll art show that's going on right now. It's kind of a combination of all things. Carlos, no surprise. Um, Fat Tony earlier this week, you know, making San Diego smile and all these kids, 150 kids getting hundred dollar gift cards going into the, the store at Walmart down in Chula Vista. The list goes on and on of us catching up with everybody. You mentioned that you have this company, Six Score, and we have Doc Chow on every week where he analyzes injuries in football. And then that analysis turns into either information that fantasy players use or, frankly, let's face it, gamblers use. You know, I, I mentioned that Billy Walters wrote that book, Coming Out of Prison, that everybody buzzed about with, with Phil Mickelson, but he thanked you guys in the book. You guys don't even know this guy. I wish we did because know Because he's him, using, yeah. Yeah. He's using call your out. data. Yeah. Yeah. No. So explain the business to everybody because yeah. I think it's cool, man. People will hear it. I will. They'll, happy they'll to get do into it. it. So with the advent of sports wagering, uh, sports wagering being legalized in 36 states, this is the big growth industry out there. And the one thing until we came along that was missing for gamblers or fantasy players is insightful injury information and analysis. I mean, everybody in the world talks about Tom Brady mispractice. This guy's got a bad knee, but what does it mean? And how should right. it affect your, your betting? Because Craig, Craig, real quick, like I was explaining this to a friend the other day and she said, well, what's so different about what I get on Yahoo when I'm doing my fantasy team? And I'm like, oh, no, it's very, very different than Yahoo's giving you this guy's name, this guy's injury and this guy's practice status. What the six score does is it goes way, way, way beyond. Right. So. Dr. Chow, who was a 17-year team doctor for the Chargers, has amazing abilities. He's able to look at a video of an injury. We we put together a checklist of every player that's hurt, past injuries, this and that. He'll see what they're saying, and he's able to interpret what this player's effectiveness will be in that game next week and for the rest of the season. Because, you know, 17 years with the Chargers, he's seen it all. So what we were able to do um, is we – we put six scores on every player between one and a hundred. If you're over 85, you're playing, you're good, you'll be all right. If you're 70 to 85, there's a good chance you're not going to play. And if you do play, you're going to be compromised. You won't, won't be at your best. And then if you're under that, you're out of the game, you're red. And we just let people know he will not play. Now, oftentimes you realize our opinions are very different than what the teams say. The coaches don't want to tell the truth because they don't want the other team to know what's going on. But we expose who we think is playing, who is not going to play, who's going to play well. And these six scores that we take for every player, we put together an algorithm that Dr. Chow and our staff, and actually we had a lot of input from uh, Norv Turner helped us with this algorithm, to take all the six individual six scores and produce a team six score that is weighted by the importance of each player. Now, these team six scores are very, very useful and very uh, predictive when it comes to wagering. So... um, We've been doing them for years, and if you want an example of one, uh, I, can, I can go through one right now that is actually tonight's game. If you want okay, to talk do about it. the Raiders yeah. game. Okay, Chargers-Raiders. Let, let's hear how the sixth score sort of analyzes the Chargers-Raiders, and then we'll see We'll see if you guys are right. Look at Grande coming right with it. You're good. Yeah, Grande's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, Grande's good. Okay, yeah. so here's the deal. Somebody tell my Shout wife out. that. Shout the, out. Char- the, the Chargers have oh, one yeah, of the lowest – the Chargers have yeah. one of the lowest offensive six scores I've ever seen. 59. <laughs> the Chargers are an absolute mess. We, we know that Herbert's out. 
We know that uh, all almost all the wide receivers are out. Keenan Allen is out. Mike Williams is out. Palmer is out. You've got some. You've got the center is out for the year. Lindsley. I mean, they are a mess. Mm-hmm. And the other side of the ball, as you see here, the Raiders are pretty damn healthy. They're up ninety one point three. So from an injury standpoint, we don't see how the heck the Chargers are going to be able to move the ball at all. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the ball, the uh, the the uh, Raiders are a little bit banged up on offense. They're 79, um, and the Chargers' defense is 83, so that's pretty even there. But we then have another algorithm that takes into account the six scores, uh, the, the, the overall team ratings that ESPN and Sagar and everybody else puts out there, just a rating for each team, and then the point spreads and finds out, like, where are the opportunities with the point spreads? So, for example, in this game, according to our algorithm, we think the Raiders should be favored by 9.93 points. Well, okay. the, the spread is actually three. So we're saying three-star pick, go to the bank, Go bet the Raiders everything you got based on the injuries tonight. This is a three-three okay. start. I'm doing that. So I'm taking. So the Raiders are currently favored by three points. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and the six score says that they should be favored by nine plus points. Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay. And so if I think that the six score is right and the line is only three, I'm taking the Raiders to cover the three tonight. Yes. Yeah. So realize, so over the last four years, when we've used this method, we're hitting it about 60%, which is really, really high for a gambler. Now you got to realize they may not cover. They're going to lose 40% of the time. You never know what's going to happen. And somebody returns a punt for a touchdown or there's a bad fumble. You you can't control it, right? The ball's not round, but 60% of the time when there's a mismatch this severe, we're right. Okay. So now listen, um, isn't it interesting? I always love this kind of stuff. I mentioned Carlos earlier this week. This guy was rock and roll. He was radio. He was artistry. He was all these sorts of things back then. And today he's got an art studio in downtown Carlsbad. And he's got an art show about rock and roll photography. Dato spent 20 years around the gambling industry at the, at the racetrack, gambling and marketing. And now he's taking kind of all of those pieces of his game, putting them together and putting them into this company. How'd you and Doc Chow get together? Uh, he, uh, we've always known each other, but we never worked together. And about four and a half years ago, he came to me and he explained how he retired and he was sitting on the couch watching a game and a guy went down and he got up and he limped off the field and the announcer said, well, it looks like he'll be okay. And he said, he turned to his wife and said, nope, he just tore his ACL. He's out for the year. <laughs> and his wife said, tell someone who cares. Here's something called Twitter. Mm-hmm. So he started putting his comments on Twitter and he blew up. So he came to me and he said, I think I've got something here. I just don't know what. So we put our heads together. And we decided, I think we can make a business out of this. Amazing. That is really amazing. It's cool. And nice. you mentioned Norv Turner. Did, did Norv come with like some sort of like coaching hat on? Like, hey, as a coach, it would be helpful if we had this. So when we break down the weights of every position, like, you know, so you've got all the, the individual scores of players. Well, what percentage should the quarterback be? What percentage should the wide receiver be? Norv helped us look team by team and say, well, this is a running team. we got to put more emphasis than running back, et cetera, et cetera. So he, he looked at it from a coach perspective. So, you know, he was coach for several years when Doc was there. So they're good friends. Norv, Norv likes the races, so he and I are pretty good friends too. So it was a, a natural, logical extension for him to join our board. He's nice. been great. Hey, uh, Alex, at the beginning of the mm. show today, we said um, I was telling a story 
<clears throat> and I said, let's see if Dato remembers the story. Like, what does he remember from that story? Do you recall that conversation earlier in the show? I do. You remember? Do you remember what it was about? Yes. Run it by Dato. About the the incident, almost incident. Yeah, I think that's what we're talking about, right? Right. I don't remember the details though, but I remember that you almost you know. released around Dato one time. What? That's Am I remembering worse, wrong actually. completely? The incident. Yeah. When you I'm... say released, when you say released, you gotta be a little more specific. You can't. Why don't say you released? tell Dato? We only have we only have like a minute. Why don't you? Tell right, well, we'll have to wait until the uncensored to, to discuss this with Dato. Okay. I was telling. You're really scaring me. I was telling a story earlier today, and I can't even. If I'm being totally honest, like I can't even remember what. <laughs> I story thought I, I remembered. Was... Right. And then you told me to tell it, and I'm like, wait, maybe I don't remember. <laughs> wait, and I'm thinking that maybe I don't remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> Great storyteller, Brown. Are you remember? No, come on, bro. You know, I, I said the last time story. I did I something, like it, was me and, it was me and Dato. And I'm like, and, and we'll we'll ask Dato later and see what he remembers. And that wasn't about pooping. It, wasn't it about pooping? No. No, that was about something else. No, oh, see, look, I don't remember at all. I, I know. I am like, come on, I, I, man. like man, come on, man, I know. Come that on, man. I get off the air and I don't know what the hell we talked about. Like, it takes me a long time to come back from it. So here's what I want to say to everybody. Craig, it is great to catch up with you. Stick around because when we when we, we go back here to the radio, I need a break here for a second to try and figure out what it was we were talking about. I feel like it was, there's a payoff coming and I don't remember what it was. So for everybody listening on radio, you got to come watch the uncensored portion of today's podcast. Stick around. We're getting uncensored on the podcast and we're coming right back. 1090 listeners. This is Kaplan. All right, everybody, we, we ended the radio portion. We're into the uncensored portion. And don't you know that we did come up with what we couldn't remember? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Craig is still here. Um, Craig, I was saying that last night I went to my first ever L.A. Kings hockey game. Um, and I was saying the last time I was at a hockey game, you and I, this is a story I told. You and I left Del Mar to go to Anaheim. Mm -hmm. Do you remember anything from that point in the story? No. Just nothing. Okay. No. Huge, huge amount of traffic to go to Anaheim. Monster amount of traffic. My recollection is we don't get to the hockey game until nothing's ringing a bell yet. Mm -hmm. We get to the hockey game in the third period. You and I are stuck in traffic. There's nothing we can uh, do. Yes. But then it went overtime. How many overtimes? How many overtimes? Yeah, a bunch of overtimes. Yes, <laughs> yes. How I many? Don't know, but I remember several, several. And and I was telling Browner, I and Alex, I think this may have been like game three or game four of a Stanley Cup finals between the Ducks and no clue. No Come clue. on. Come no on. Clue. Give it a little I, I didn't no. even know. I didn't remember I went, but I remember the overtimes. Yeah. Dude, Help the me. Blackhawks, the Blackhawks and the Ducks. Right. You and me, we drive up the five freeway. We're trying to get to this game. Our friend, um, Ari, who was with the Ducks, had gone to work. No, he didn't go to work for the – he was with the Gulls. Gulls. Yeah. And he invited us up. We hung out that night with with who? What former NHL? Oh, Timo. Timo Solani. Yeah, 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 yeah. Timo yeah. Solani. We yeah. hung out Are with you Timo sure it Solani. was Chicago? 
I don't remember the the opposing team I, at all. So I, I what like, year was it? Like this early 2003 ring a bell? 2003? 14. No, 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 no. 13, okay. 14, 15. Not, not even before not even before that. Oh, I think it's further. No, I'm 2003 Ducks versus Dallas. No, no, three with five overtime periods. That's no, it, no, no, it's not. It's not. No, no. Here, here's how I know: the goals had not come back in this iteration of the goals. True. When so did they come our, back? 2014, 15, something like that. 16. So I'm going to say that the Ducks were in the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. In the 14, 15, 16, 17 range. Alex, are you seeing anything like that? Uh, All right, Alex is looking no, this up. Looking I don't up. remember it being such a big game. I mean, I'm not saying not saying you're wrong, but I just don't remember that. Oh, no. It was probably, I'm going to guess, one of the Stanley Cup finals, like May, June, maybe? Hmm. Right? So I'm figuring it was probably, I don't know, I feel like it was like early summertime, maybe. All right, so what else happened? Something else must have happened. No, it was just the, my, what I was saying was, is that last night was the first time I've ever gone to an LA Kings game. So the first time I've been to an NHL hockey game since you and me went to this game in Anaheim, which we were so late for. We didn't get there because of the traffic till the third period. But I think there were four overtimes that night. So we got the entire game and more. And we were so worried that we were so late. We felt so bad that we had taken up these tickets and we were so late. And we kept thinking, should we turn around? Should we not go? I don't know. Alex, were you able to find anything? Am I I've wrong? only been to two. Stanley Cups, the Ducks. Okay. okay, what years? 2003 and 2007. Okay. And neat, and they didn't play Chicago in either of them. Okay, what about later? Any playoff series in, in the 14, 15, 16 range against Chicago? Oh, now you're asking. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Craig. I wish there was a better story. I wish there was. No, this story sucks. Police. It does. Terrible. But nothing. Mm -hmm. No, this story is not a good story at all. It was just about how long it was. The traffic. Yeah, and, and the last time I was at a hockey game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, bad story. They were in the, I mean, they were that in the, worked they, out. They were, they were in the playoffs every year from, like, their inception to 2018, so I'd have to do a lot of scrolling for yeah, that. Forget it. All right, story sucks. My bad, everybody. My bad. You're still a, Scott, you're still a good person. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not a bad guy. I mean, it just was, you know. Can, Alex, can, can Alex just, like, edit this all out? Or? Nah, he can leave it all. This is uncensored, so we just yeah. leave it. Hey, but here's the thing about uncensored. I just want to say this. You know people are watching, okay? Um, I mean, Scott, are you, you sure it was in 2003? Because that lines up. 2003, no. No. five overtime periods. Here's like how I know it was in 2003. Craig and I didn't get into business together until 2007. Okay. Yeah. Um, here, I know people are, are watching and listening. Um, Craig, listen to this. I just got a uh, Oh, text. here you go. Found yeah. it. May 2015. Versus the Blackhawks, three overtimes in the conference finals. Scotty, well, well done. Close. Mm -hmm. I was so close, man. Three overtimes. You know so what? I just close. realized I screwed up on the uh, on the other segment is that mm -hmm. I was going to give all your listeners a free week of our picks, and okay. I forgot. Okay. Ooh. We can do that. We can do that tomorrow. Well, I want them to have. To, well, I gave them tonight. I guess. Yeah, yeah we could so do it right do, now. It just won't be on radio. We could do it right now. So here's what it'll be. Then you guys can say it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Go by the so so we have a level. Uh, we have all this data you can get and you make your own picks. But most people just want us to tell them who to bet, and the bets are all based on the algorithm I explained. Mm -hmm. So it's fifty bucks a week, and if you go in and sign up for it and put Kaplan, 
in the discount code, you'll get it for free. Oh, wow. $50 for free. Oh, Alex, it. is there any, is there any way we could uh, tweet that or like let people mm -hmm. know about that? Yes. I'll okay. do that. Man, I should have said it in the first section, but I'm an idiot. Well, no, because we were all talking over you. And, and you know, but I have a note right directions. here in front of me and I just didn't. Listen to this text I got. Uh, hey, Scott, it's Coach Fitz here. Wanted to wish you uh, good luck tomorrow night in the Springboard Mile. And yes, we're planning on making it to the Breeders' Cup in November in Del Mar. And just one more thing, kick it through the end zone. This is one of my high school coaches who follows all of our horses. Nice. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Here's, here's, um, here's a message that came to me um, early this morning. Uh, Kaplan, can you please tell Grande that he was so spot on on how he explained the competitive balance of sports MLB is becoming European soccer. All the big clubs in Europe always win the championships. That's exactly what's happening to baseball. This was on the whole Otani conversation yesterday. So, Grande, I wanted to pass that on from Louie, that you are Shout right. Out. Shout yeah. out is right. All right. Uh, all right. I guess we got to go, don't we? Good thing this part was censored. Jesus. Yeah. Got pretty yeah. risque. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you coming uh, back? From, uh, playoff hockey, baby. Let's you go. Coming I'm back? coming back tonight. Back in town tonight. I just want to say one thing. Next time you guys have one of these boys trips down there, I, I'm not going to go, okay? But I just want to be invited. Well, why wouldn't you go? I can't. I have no time off, man. I don't have the flexibility in life like you have. I'm jealous. Look how crystal clear Craig looks. You can do this. The, so the good. LA commitments from there, dude. Oh, that's not so a bad good. idea. There hasn't been a single breakup. He looks eight. He looks more clear than you do, and you're in LA. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. My Wi-Fi sucks here at the radio station. Your camera probably sucks, too. No, I got a brand new one. And Beautiful it, thing it about modern talks. technology. You don't have to be where you work. Craig, I know. Well, you, you, hey, Craig. Pick it up. I've gotten messages well, no. from Craig all week. No, Craig. Alex is just setting us up. He's moving to San Antonio. No, I'm not yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. He's, He's laying the groundwork up. so he can be like, oh, see, it's not you that don't big have to worry. You don't have to worry. No, I mean, you can be wherever you are. I'm like Gary Cooper. The internet works. I like exactly what Gary said. I don't like San Antonio. So. There you go. Yeah, but you like listen, your, wife. your wife does, and you like yeah. her. So I yeah. I leave her there, Yeah. <laughs> she she does this every time. She got she landed yesterday. They take her out to dinner. They take her to like the nice parts. And then as she's there for five days and she has to she's drive around that, they that, that, her. She's she has to drive around that hellhole and live there for five days. She she comes back, she's like, Yeah, we're not moving there. Every time right, we got to go. Everybody's at, we're out of here. Craig, safe travels. Craig. Everybody who's watching, yes. listening, we're back tomorrow. Much love everybody. Peace out.